Let your light shine before others so they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Hey y'all, welcome into the Yahweh's Child Podcast. This is Cheyenne. This is Ansley. And today we're going to be talking about cutting ties with toxic people. Yeah, last week we talked about cutting ties with toxic traits. We had Riley in with us. Yes. And I love that episode. Mm. Um, But we thought it was also important to note that sometimes it's easier to cut out those toxic traits when you cut out people who might be associated with them. With those traits. Yes. I think it's so important to constantly be checking your inner circle, constantly be aware of your surroundings and the people that you're surrounded by, because those people have major influence and you may not even realize it, Mm -hmm. but they have major influence in your life. And there's, there's the saying that, you know, you are, or you become who you surround yourself with. And that is so true. I've seen that in my own life. I know Ansley has seen that in her Mm -hmm. life so many times, and that is very true. So you need to constantly be aware of the people that you do life with, not, not the people that, you know, you have to work with or you go to school with, not necessarily them or those people, but the people that you call up. And when, when problems arise, the people that you call, check those people, check and just see if those people are good for you. Right. Who are you seeking guidance from? Mm -hmm. Who, who are, who are you asking to lend you wisdom? Do they have any of their own? How do they react to hard situations? You know, what fruits do they carry? Um, Now, obviously you still have to have grace with people because Cheyenne, she's pretty perfect, but she's not exactly perfect. You know, exactly. Maybe close. Yeah. Maybe like (laughs) 95%. Um, Just kidding. Not even close. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, uh, you know, you, you had to have grace with people and I know that she has to have grace with me. Like we're all humans. Mm-hmm. Friends are gl- going to get on your nerves. Sometimes they're going to have slip ups. They're going to make decisions sometimes that you don't agree with, but we're talking about really the core of who someone is, the habits that they tend to show, you know, right. the, the activities that they like to participate in, especially if you're trying to grow closer to God and eliminate toxic habits from your life. If you are around people all the time who are following in those same traits and habits, it is going to be almost impossible Mm -hmm. for you to cut those things out. And it's a hard thing because if you have been in those places where you've been in these these habits and these places and you want to get out of them, you might feel a little bit lonely. Mm -hmm. You might realize what do I have in common with these people now? I've known them forever. What, what, what do we talk about now? Can, can we still hang out? Absolutely. Just try to seek people who are uh, pursuing the same things that you are because it'll help you get there as well. Yeah. It's like if you're both putting the same kind of gas in your car. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, you're so right. And, and I know like even, even in my more mature years of being, you know, a Christian and walking in my faith with Jesus and in my high school and even college years, I was surrounded by new people. There's a totally different crowd that would swoop into my life. And, and I thought that those people were good for me at first. And then I quickly realized that I caught myself so many times trying to change who I was Mm -hmm. to adapt to be quote unquote 
cool or fit in with them. And whether it be the music that we listened to or the hobbies that we did on the weekend, like it it wasn't me and it wasn't who I was, but I, I caught myself, you know, willingly turning on that type of music or be it being my idea to do those things on the weekend. And I'm like, that's not who I am. Like, that's not who I want to be, but I did it because of the fear of not fitting in. Right. And I realized that is not worth it. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's not worth it. Yeah. Fitting in, you can fit in with really good people. Yeah. We, we as humans have a tendency to want to be accepted. Right. It's, it's almost as people pleasing nature within us. And you can say that you don't have it, but we want to feel accepted because it makes us feel loved and welcome. But the ultimate place to be welcome and accepted is with God. And he has already accepted us right where we are, right with who we are. Right Now he's trying to lead us into a better place. Um, sometimes with better people and with better activities, uh, scripture mentions that with your salvation, you are free. You are free from condemnation. Even when you make mistakes, that doesn't give you the freedom to continue to make them. And it says that you can, you have the freedom to do whatever you want, but does that benefit you? Is that beneficial? Does it glorify God? Does it, does it treat your body well? Does it treat others well? Is it growing you? Is it stretching you? You sure you have the freedom. You can do those things. But is it good for you? Is it worth it? Right. Yeah. Um, and that, so I guess these these episodes last week and this week, they sort of go a little bit hand in hand mm-hmm. because sometimes toxic traits are attached with people. And it doesn't mean that these people are bad people. Right. But sometimes we outgrow people. Sometimes we end up in different chapters as people. And that can be really hard in terms of... Losing. Losing and letting go. Yeah. Yeah. It can definitely be, especially when those have been your inner circle and you feel like you're starting all over. Right. But a lot of times letting go of things means gaining. Yeah. It means gaining. It feels like you're losing something, but really God is saying, no, you're gaining. Mm -hmm. You're gaining strength. You're gaining wisdom with who you want to become and, and having the maturity to let those traits or let those people go that don't align with who you want to become and who he, not only that, but who he has in store for you to become. Mm -hmm. And so that's really good. I just think it's so important to just really ask yourself, do these people, do they push me closer to Jesus? Do they look like Jesus? And if not, it's probably time to let them go because trust me, when your life, when you're at an all-time low and you call up your friends, you're going to want them to look like Jesus. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we associate friends with being the people who tell us what we want to hear, not what we need to hear. And that is very, very dangerous. Like I know just with Ansley that if, if I'm doing something or saying something or acting a certain way that doesn't align with who God has called me to be, Ansley's going to tell me. She's going to tell me straight. She's not in her head like, yeah, true. Like, she will. (laughs) She'll tell me, Cheyenne, what are you doing? Like, you need some sense knocked into you because you're not acting who you actually are or you're not talking how you actually should be. And, And that's the kind of people that you need in your life, not the people who will be rooting you on on the sidelines when you're caught up in sin. Right. When you're you're headed to 
the opposite team's right. goal line. Right. And they're like, yeah, yeah, you're killing it. Right. You're running so fast. <laughs> right? I'm like, you don't need those kind of people who are encouraging you when you're stuck mm-hmm. in the worldly ways. Yeah. You need the people who are going to check you mm-hmm. and they're going to say, this is not you. Like, this is not who you should be. This is not who, uh, you know, you've been called to be. So that's important right. to, to focus on do my friends always tell me what we want, what I want to hear, or do they tell me what I need to hear? Right. Proverbs twenty seven seventeen says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. We talked about that in our episode with Benjamin, and he's, he pointed out how that doesn't just mean this beautiful, romanticized thing that we, we often have perceived it as. Right. It's friction. We're rubbing against one another. We're sharpening one another. That If you really were to see two swords sharpening one another it's not that pleasant no i mean there's there's some painful sounds and right. i'm sure if i was a piece of actual iron it wouldn't feel too good right um and it definitely doesn't feel good like if she if you were to tell me what i needed to hear and it wasn't exactly what i wanted to hear it would probably hurt it right. wouldn't feel good but it there's growth in that yeah. there's growth in the pain mm-hmm. and you that's when I've got it the balls in my court at that point whether I receive your advice your your good solid advice or whether I just think that you're just out to get me or that you're not mm-hmm. good for me and I just want to kick you to the curb right. that's on me yeah but you're doing your part by being a good friend and telling me what I need to change about my character or change about my actions or words right just getting so, you back in line right yeah and it it can hurt, but that's their growing pains. Right. Now, be weary of the spirit of offense. Because when someone corrects you, again, our human nature is to be offended by it. To like get you, defensive, too. Right. You are you are challenging me. Yep. You know, and we, we feel like, okay, we're under attack. Again, that's a good reason you should choose your inner circle carefully. Because if you do that and if you're in prayer about it, you're going to know God has put these people in your life. They are not out to get you because God is for you. Mm -hmm. And if they are challenging you, it is from a place of love. Yes. That's so good. So that's why that's another reason that it's so important to be careful and mindful about who you are inviting into the closest parts of your life is because you need to know that they are good. They are encouraging you even when they are calling you out on your crap. Yes, <laughs> true that. And I love the verse um, from Proverbs. It's twelve twenty six. And Ansel, you can correct me if I don't say this right, but it, it's talking about the righteous choose their friends wisely. Yes. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. And I just think that is so good because you've got to be so careful with who your friends are and who you surround yourself with. And I think this is also very important because we are in a very, um, we're in a society that thinks that we're supposed to be friends with everyone Mm -hmm. that, you know, the more followers you have means that's how many friends you have. And that's not true. (laughs) That is not true at all, but we aren't called to be friends with everyone. And so that's, that's needs to be something that you're okay with. And that's something that I struggle with. We don't have enough in our, in our cup to pour into all those people you will be so empty or you will have very shallow relationships with a whole bunch of people that it it is better to have quality over quantity true that 
And that's something that I struggle with because I, I'll go into new, new places or new situations and I'll just show up thinking that everyone's going to love me, thinking that everyone's going to be my best friend. And I'm just like, when, when it's not like that, Mm -hmm. I'm like hurt because I'm like, what is going on? Like, do they not like me? (laughs) And it's not that they don't like me or maybe they don't. I mean, (laughs) you know, that I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't like me, which is something I have to be okay with because a lot of people hated Jesus, Mm -hmm. not just disliked him, but hated him. And so we have to be okay with, since we are associated with Jesus, he said in in scripture, he says, people will hate you and they will mock you because of me. Mm -hmm. And that's something that as followers of Christ, we've got to be okay with. So we also need to be okay with not being friends with everyone because that's not reality and that's not good. Yeah. I love his example of not fearing the the idea of not being welcomed or being shunned for who who he was made to be he was unapologetically himself mm. he stood up when things were wrong when people were in the wrong he stood up he flipped a few tables yeah. and <laughs> he corrected people he he didn't beg to heal people he asked if they if they wanted his help which I think sometimes is important for us to do as well. You know, right. Do you, do you want me to help on this or do you want me to just, don't just put it out on them. Right. Right. Uh, And, and that's where your closest friends come, come into play. Right. You know, the, the rest of that verse, it's on Proverbs. It says, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. Now, if you are associated closely with people who are still again in those old, traits that you're trying to shake off it can lead you astray because what you what you allow is sort of what you accept into your life right what you don't stand against you stand with yeah Yeah. um and that again that doesn't mean that you have to correct all these people we are all in different different parts of life our journeys all look different but if you are outgrowing certain things, you are probably also outgrowing certain people. And it is okay for you. It is not hateful of mm-hmm. you to look for a new inner circle. Right. To look for some new friends who are more in line with what you're excited about now. Right. It's totally okay. And that, again, goes along with actually our first episode of this year allow yourself room to grow. You have to be okay with it. And it's hard. I mean, I remember all through middle school, I didn't grow a whole lot because I'm short. But (laughs) when I did grow, (laughs) there were growing pains. You know, it it hurt. Those like bones and tendons, muscles, everything growing. And and even when you go to the gym to try to better yourself and gain strength, it hurts. You're Mm -hmm. sore the next day. And you are going to feel that for a while for a period of time, it might feel like, why is this worth it? Is this new journey, is this new chapter really worth all the pain and the loneliness I'm feeling? It is because you can't, you can't really go back. When God has called you out, you can't unsee and you can't unhear. True that. And even if you try to stay where he's called you out of, you will feel that same loneliness. Mm. 
Yeah. And I feel someone, you know, listening to us and I just can feel them asking themselves like, okay, like I hear what you're saying and I know that person in my life, or maybe it's a group. I know that that person or people that need to be cut out, but I don't know how to do it. And I know that it's not hateful and it's not wrong of me to cut them out, but I just don't know how to go about that. And I get that. I think we both get that Mm -hmm. because it is, it is hard. That's what you've been talking about. There's growing pains and it's, it's difficult to cut people out of your life because it could mean you're you're leaving a lifelong friend maybe a childhood friend that you've grown up with and maybe there's some sticky situations with cutting them out of your life and there is I mean there's better I'm not going to say there's right or wrong ways to cut people out but there is better ways to do it right um you know don't don't ghost them don't be hateful to them don't don't belittle them that's a big thing don't group text them right (laughs) right don't don't belittle their character just because you disagree there's there's a better way to do that I would say you know this is just advice to take it with a grain of salt I would say if that were me and you're struggling with figuring out how to do that, I would just sit them down alone in person and I would just say to that person, hey, I think that it might be better to just, you know, maybe go our separate ways Um, and maybe just. I'm like anxious. You're already anxious. I look, at, I look at your eyes and you're like, you have anxiety right now. <laughs> Which means somebody else has got to be freaking out I as mean, well. you know, and that's different. Like, that's why you should take it with a grain of salt. I'm more of a person that likes to do things in person because I feel like if I text them, they're going to be like, what? That's like breaking up well, over text. Right. And I feel <laughs> like you're not, you're not so afraid of confrontation. <laughs> right. Like I, I'm like, would you ghost This them? is my worst nightmare. No, but. <laughs> I'm like, how no, else is there to do it? No, like, so for me, I think. It's, it's not like I talk to people every single day. Right. Even so when you I'm would just slowly not talk to them. Well, you know, if it's, hey, we're going out with our group. You want to come out this weekend? We're going to go to this bar and whatever. I'm going to say, no, thank you. I, I'm i really trying not to drink anymore. Right. Um, I'm also trying to save money. You know, give legitimate reasons, the real things that are on my heart, and just be upfront about it. Right. And they're going to they will stop asking me to go out. Right. I mean, that's hard. It's not that they don't want you around, but you will find most times that they will respect your decision right. to grow. I was thinking more of like the person like who's in like maybe high school or something, like underage oh. and like thinking of like, okay, if this person's just not good for them, whether they're like there's someone who's just knocking your character down all the time or giving you horrible advice and they're maybe your best friends with them. Because sometimes we lose best friends, and that's also okay, um, no matter how close you are to them. But they need to know because they're not going to, you know, maybe they're really close to spend every single day together, and they need to know why you're just mm. deciding to end that relationship. Yeah. And I would be upfront and honest with them and just say, look, look, like this is this is not who I am anymore. I've changed. You, mm-hmm. It's okay to say that you've yeah. changed. Come up for like, maybe it's not, not attack, you. It's me. Right. You can totally <laughs> pull that card. You can totally pull that card and say, Hey, it's not, it's not you. like, look, we're different people yeah. and that's okay. Like we're going to be fine. We're going to find a different friend group right. and it's going to be okay. And right. like, don't be hateful about it. And yes, that is scary. That is so scary, but God is with you. And so if God is with you, then who can be against you? Mm-hmm. And it's okay if they're mad yeah. because at that point, 
it's their it's the ball's in their court. Yeah. You've said what's from your heart and you've done your part and doing and being mature about it and going to them in person and trying to, you know, work it out smoothly. So how they react to that is on them. Right. And pray about it. Yes. Ask God pray to for give the, you the right words. Yes. Practice it. Yeah. Like that it's okay. You're not uh, we all practice conversations, right. right? Practice it with your mom or with your dad. Right. <laughs> Just practice it with somebody. Um even if you have to do it yourself, right? Record it on a voice memo so you can hear how it actually sounds out loud, right? Um, and if you're prayerful about it, it's all gonna be okay. God might even use your words right. to challenge them. Yes, you never know. Like just saying, again, try not to offend their character. Yeah, or don't anything. come at their character. That's right. not a good move. <laughs> you're you're just outgrowing, right? You know, so sort of i mean in a more graceful way of saying like you know we we just need to because when when you're breaking up it's like i think we need to be friends you know and, yeah. and then when you're breaking up with a friend it's like i think we need to not be friends right <laughs> we need to not be friends and you could you don't even have to say it that way you could just say it like hey i think that we should maybe just get some space from each other yeah maybe just you know take some time and really figure out if we're meant to be best friends. Yeah. Honestly, just say it like that. Yeah. Because you're not saying, I don't want to be friends with you. So it's not coming at them like, oh, well, they don't want to be friends with me. And they're right. they're hurt. You just say, you need some space to be alone. If you just say you need some space to be alone, over time, they're going to realize, okay, they needed some space from me. Right. And you can even ask hard questions. Right. If you're, you're like, this is my best friend of all time we've been together through everything I've changed the Lord has changed me and I I don't know how to let this person go ask them some hard questions right tell them what's important to you yeah maybe it's not that you have to have a breakup maybe it's that you are meant to be the iron that sharpens them yes maybe you are supposed to ask them what is your prayer life like Mm mm-hmm do you want to join me on church Sundays? Right. Like, do you like, do you want to come on this journey with me? Yep. Cause Jesus didn't go alone. Right. Sometimes we do. I mean the, a lot of his disciples, they just picked up and followed Jesus and left their old lives behind. But Jesus himself, he, he pulled people with right. him. Yeah. Not He's all like, things, on. not all things have to end. They can be restored. Yeah. They can be redeemed. And so, Definitely go, but I love that you mentioned that because you could, if if it's someone that you're like, okay, I love this person. I love them being my friend. They're just, you know, maybe they just need to be brought up, Mm -hmm. challenge them to be brought up. And if you challenge them to be brought up and you challenge them to, um, I don't want to say try to change them because at the end of the day, you can't change people. Only Jesus can change people Mm -hmm. and they have to decide for themselves that they want to change. So don't try to change them, but you can try to challenge their character. And if they don't like that, maybe it's time to leave. Right. Yeah. It's invite them to join you in a, in a devotion plan. Right. Use the Bible app, the Bible app. There's so many resources. Right. And you just, Hey, I I saw this. I know you've been dealing with stress lately. Maybe this will help. Um, tell them what it means to you. Tell them what Jesus means to you. You never know. And sometimes you'll find that God's been trying to speak to their heart the whole time. Right. And, they just didn't have an out loud voice mm-hmm. to say it. And when you say it, man, you it just clicks. watered that, yep. that seed. And I, w- I, w- I would just 
I, I know that there are some relationships that would blossom and be even stronger and better than before. Right. If we weren't afraid of asking those hard awkward, questions. Yeah, those yep. awkward questions, those weird, uncomfortable fear, conversations. Fear is of the devil yeah. and it can ruin things because when you overcome your fears, that's where strength and where, where um, obedience and where, I mean, wisdom, wisdom comes from. Oh, the wisdom comes from obeying Jesus. When you obey Jesus, you get that wisdom to right. keep going and keep obeying and keep mm-hmm. it, it's a cycle effect. And it's so good to get over those fears of being scared to talk to people, being scared to confront people and, and do all that. And so anxiety and fear to just talk to people and to challenge them to be better versions of themselves. We've got to get over that. Yep. There's life is too short to be scared to confront people to challenge them in a good way. Right. So two questions to ask yourself. Do the friends that you've allowed into your center circle, do they challenge you? Do they push you towards Christ? And then secondly, am I a friend who challenges people? Mm, That's good. Am I a friend who pulls people towards Christ, Mm -hmm. who tries to pull them out of their bad habits, their right. toxic traits, their toxic friendships, the dark places in their life. Do I try to do that as well? You need to be that just as much as you need other people to be that. Iron sharpens iron. So one man sharpens another. And it's a beautiful, beautifully made cycle. When we have a friendship that is sort of ordained, I guess, by God, when it's like, this is who he's called me towards. This is who he's called me. We, You really see a sense of family. Mm. It's not just friendship. It's sisterhood. It's brotherhood. It's, cl- it's closeness. It's challenging and it stretches us yeah. and betters us. You know, I, I've learned so much um, just by Cheyenne being who she is. It's not even that she had to give me all this advice. She didn't give me a book on wisdom, but just who she is and the character that she shows, the joy that she carries, all these good fruits that her tree bears. I've learned from those. I've seen how you can be yourself confidently when you are founded in Christ. Right. And it's not something she had to tell me. It's mm-hmm. something I got to see. And that's sort of what we're saying. It's yeah. not that you have to See preach. what these yeah. people are saying or right. write or preach it, but live what, it, live it. What are you, what are you showing and what are they showing? You will see it so much more in their actions than you will in their words. Right. And obviously, finally be prayerful about it. If you don't know what the right thing is to do, pray and ask God, I guarantee you, he will answer you. Mm-hmm. He will show you the right way. He will let you know if you need to cut those ties. He will push you to have those uncomfortable conversations. He will push you towards new people and open your eyes to new friends. Mm -hmm. So just trust him. And we know this is sort of a heavy episode. You know, it's hard to cut ties. It's hard to talk about it, too. Yeah, it is. (laughs) um, Because it's a hard thing in life. Yeah. It's, it's not fun, especially, uh, I mean, as Christians, we're called to love everyone. Right. And so we do. And we don't we don't want to be hateful. Um, we don't want to be judgmental. I know that was a hard one for me was like, well, who am I to judge? It's not you just want to be in a new place. Mm-hmm. You want to better yourself. 
you don't have to judge anyone else to get there. Right. But sort of, I might say this wrong, but judging yourself and judging your heart, your character, who you believe you are called to be, mm-hmm. who you are designed to be, is it glorifying God? When you start asking yourself those hard questions, it's not that you're judging others. Just move towards the direction you need to yep. go. That's so good. So thank you all so much for tuning in. Mm-hmm. I, I hope that you did get something from this episode. Again, it, it's a little bit heavy and a little it bit It might hard. strike a little bit of fear. Yeah. That's it, okay. <laughs> it's okay. I I mean, it's all going to be okay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> God's mm-hmm. plans are good. He wants you to be around people who are good for you. You know, it's it's like fertilizer for the soil. So we hope that you will find those people. Not only find those people, but also become those people. Yes. Next week, we will be talking about loving your neighbor. We're starting oh, our love series. Love. Um, <laughs> and I'm excited. February's right around the I corner. I love talking about love. So I love some love. It's going to be a good month. <laughs> well, be sure to tune in with us. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.